December 23rd, 2014. It's Watt for Pedro Show.
This is one you may remember. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be From now your troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now your troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in olden days, happy golden days of yours. Faithful friends who are near to us Travel dear to us once more And through the years we hope we'll be together If the fates allow Until then, we'll just have to muddle through somehow, and have yourself a merry little Christmas now.
Watt from Pedro Show. It's a Tuesday before Christmas, and of course, it's very sunny outside. There is strong water, though. And I had this coming up. People, I ain't at the Love Grotto. Uh, Brother Matt's not with me today. Very sad as Pop passed away last night. So we'll be with Brother Matt again soon. Big love for his Pop. A lot of ways Brother Matt is because he is his cousin's Pop. So big love. Uh, we started the show with After the Rain from John Coltrane. Then The Twelve Days Christmas by Gigi Allen. And have yourself a very Merry Christmas by leaving. And uh, I got guests here. I'm at my pad here uh, between the hospital and the Mary Star Church and Pedro. And uh, Sadana and Jeff have come over here to uh, chow with me. and uh, Or chow for me, cook one. Uh, and... Uh, well, first, welcome. Thank you for coming and, and coming up with this idea. We were going to do this with Brother Matt, but things change. But I'm so glad you're here in my pad. We're honored to be here. Yeah. Jeff's been asking me things about when I got started with the musics. And then Sonata asking about the chow that I eat these days when I cook myself at home and when I'm out on tour. And it is a different thing. Uh... Let's listen to music. Okay. Wake up so early and don't know if you
There goes the night.
From Pete Rochelle, we heard uh, Twisted Mind, which is 2008 Tox Angels Exodus Edition. They're from Russia. Uh, Peter Prescott from, well, he's living in Rhode Island now. I just saw him on tour with uh, Mini Beast. Reaction. North 81. Body of Tirola. They're northeast Pennsylvania. Mace Melvis. It's starting to snow. She's from Austin. Blood drained cows from uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, there goes the night. This man, uh, Greg Turner, he teaches calculus. Okay, he's the guy. Uh, I mean, Richard Meltzer had a band called Vom, and then later he made this Angry Samoans, and they had a song called They Saved Hitler's Cock. <laughs> you know, they put it under a rock. You know, my old man's a fat so. I mean, he's teaching calculus. I, this. This guy used to write for Cream Magazine, you know, uh, when me and Dee Boone, this is how we found out about Lester Banks, Richard Meltzer. So I, I think we were lucky that we learned it from these weird, weird people, you know, who are fed up, I think, with Arena Rock, too. The Green Day guys, you know, you got to understand, they're younger, they... Uh, Yeah, they're reacting to about different things. Different sits. It's okay. Uh, Melt Banana from Tokyo with lie, lied, lies. 
Yeah, I just read something that something to do with that. Uh, Pool City, McKnight Road by Tobacco, Tom out of Pittsburgh. Devil You Know, the Ghost of the Sabretooth Tiger. That's uh, Sean and Charlotte. They sent me a card. Uh, Deja Vu by Chibamato. This is you because she wrote on that too. Detective Instinct with Church Garden. You can hear my bass. It's a little tiny thing under there. Something new from Deerhoof, Mirror Monster. I just did an album with the drummer man and Nels Klein. Nick Reinhardt, which I got to make a song for, with spooky sounds. He wants me. I've never done that, try to make spooky sounds. <laughs> and finally, Death of Samantha with Simple as That. They're out of Cleveland. Oh, cool. John Pekovich, he writes for the Cleveland The Plain Plain Dealer. Dealer. Yeah. I know who he is. Uh, well, yeah. how did... How did How'd you first? Well, you, you you said you came. Your family came from the Punjab part of India, right? So, so that's my, where the Chow. Yeah. So my my family um, is. I was born in New Delhi, and my parents originally were from the part of India that became Pakistan. So you know they went through that partition yeah. in 1945, where where they lived became Pakistan. So they had to flee, yeah. and they re you know they you know re reestablished themselves in Punjab. Okay. And then um, my dad worked for the Indian Army, and he, you know, he's a metallurgist. And so during the industrial boom in the seventies, they were allowing immigrants to come over and and get jobs. And so yeah. he settled in Cleveland and ran an aluminum smelting factory for over twenty years. So that's why you know I ended up in Ohio and lived in Cleveland. And then when I went went away to college at Ohio University. Um, this guy was sort of orbiting in the same circle that I was. Yeah. We didn't really know each other, but yeah. we knew people that knew each other. And yeah. then many, many years later, through the brilliant uh, you know, invention of Facebook, we hooked up again um, about four years ago. You think it's a brilliant invention? Well, I, I think it's a brilliant invention because I probably wouldn't have reconnected with this guy if it okay, wasn't for Facebook. Okay. It does have some magic in its own right. I yeah. mean, it's, uh... Well, it's using things that the Internet provides, yeah. like connections, right? Sure. Well, one of the things I wanted to ask you is how you feel about the impact of the Internet on music. Yeah, I like it. I can collaborate with a lot more people. I thought everybody was going to have their own web pages. I didn't think people were going to have to pay some guy to be a middleman. I thought that right. was over. Yeah. <laughs> That's over. See, because the punk polluted me with these autonomous ideas. You know? Right. <laughs> Where you didn't have to go. Even though I worked for a big label, for the, the boss was from Ohio. His name was Donnie Einer. Right. Uh, 14 years with uh, Columbia. 11 years with the independent SST I kind of just worked them both the same way I think us as people have to carry a certain amount of ethic right. I don't know if any kind of system can really seems all systems will let you down some more than others but there's no panacea that way so there's no shortcut on us doing the work to keep the integrity is what I mean Right. Uh, yeah I have no major label horror stories that's good yeah, uh, but people won't believe that. Yeah. That I never made a demo, I never had a suit come in, I never had to change anything. Nobody was like, you need to make another album by next week. Yeah. That's good. Or send it back, make it again. Oh, right. It's not I good had enough. friends who had to do that after spending 
They were never breathing down your neck in the studio. Because you're so talented. We're on tour. In fact, my product manager wanted me to give talks to... uh, No, I think it's what's happened. I'm going to hate this word, but it came from the punk movement. We learned how to tour without leaning on SSTs, you know, very meager and stuff, the situation. So we learned how to make do, right? We jammy Cano. Well, a lot of these cats, you know, they're tying the puppet strings on. They'll cry about it later, but I seen them tying them on. Right. Oh, now it's oh, the like I was talking about earlier, a step, uh, a phase. No, no, it's a way of doing things. Yeah. It's a way of doing things, and I think life's always going to be throwing up challenges. And like, yeah, some things get taken care of. Yeah, we don't get as much dysentery because we came up with some sewage. That doesn't solve all the problems. You know? <laughs> we come up with growing things, and people end up invent things where you only grow it their way. And I mean, there's always going to be some struggles, you know, like this. So you, the, the, the the idea of keeping your autonomy while still being connected, because the internet, you know, are these kind of values you're talking about. They're about connectivity, but then uh, there's a, a, autonomy too, which uh, is your integrity. This kind of ethical stuff. And it seems, you know, that's the big toss and pull a lot of times. Uh, what I've met, too, is people, uh, let's say they got a family to support. Maybe it's not so easy for them to jam. Right. Well, maybe they got to find other work. Right. I don't know. Maybe they make more uh, less dangerous or risky music. I think maybe still you could go down. Uh, it, it's just my, my, my experience. So do you think the internet's making it easier to be a musician, or no? Because you got to be creative, and I don't think that should ever get solved. Right. But it makes it easier for musicians to collaborate with each other. Yeah, that's true. They don't even have to be in the same state to play together. Same country. Yeah, you could send tracks. I've made all kinds of stuff. I've made a whole album with a guy I never met. Well, a couple times. Really? I met the cat. Wow. And I couldn't have done that in the older days. Sure. But the reason I'm here is because the older days, because I learned how to play with D. Boone. So they're, they're, they are all connected. We're at the end of the first hour of the December 23rd, 2014 edition of Wow Show. Hold tight for hour two. December 23rd, 2014. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
in the restaurant regurgitate old poems old sentiments old scars old scapegoats I'm sick of that Let's go. 
for Pedro show start the second hour off with uh, Sonia de Marinaio that's the band I just came off tour with Mountaintop Fratello tell stays uh, tune about climbing Mount Etna in Sicily uh, after that was uh, Clara Rockmore with Liebes Lied no Liebes Lied uh, she's German she's uh, one of the protégés of uh, the theremin cat yeah and, and this other lady too Lydia Cavina, Dance in the Moon, right after it. Two incredible, uh, uh, what do you call it? Players of the theremin. Would you say play? You wouldn't say operate. I know one's volume and one is pitch. Right. And you don't touch them. You just get closer or further. It's amazing kind of. I saw a woman in Denver play Moon River on the theremin. Yeah. 
It's kind of trombony, microtones and all that. Mm-hmm. Was that that weird instrument that one lady? It's this Ruski guy invented it. I think I remember seeing that. I was with you when it was has antennas, and yeah. you wave your hands around the antennas, and that causes sound. Right. Have you ever heard uh, Beach Boys do a song called "Good Vibrations"? You're yeah. going to hear "Wee Oo." Yeah, incredible. Oh, okay. And Jimmy Page used it too. That's right. That's right. In fact, a lot of B movies in science fiction fifties sure. and sixties you hear it going on. Wee-oo. Right, exactly. Um, let's see, Andrea Belfi, drummer man for us on Marnaia with his solo album, uh, something off there called uh, Rattiano, and then Optiasani Twenty by uh, Milo, <laughs> the Cleveland thing. In fact, Stanislav. Uh, gave me this from uh, your town. Right. A lot of Slavs there. This town, too. Yeah. Uh, my second man, Pete Mazich, and Jerry Trevitich, brother Bat- Matt Matich. Right. Um, Milo, uh, Mika Markovich Jazz Band. That's from the 70s. And Howie Reeve with uh, Where to Start with You. He's one man bass band. And finally, Kyoka with New Energy Shuffle, which is some wild. Music. I got to be on a couple songs on the album. Uh, getting back to your journey. So you meet each other in school. You start cooking. We we met each other in school, but then we reunited. Oh, that's right. Twenty the fake years later. Right. Then you start cooking. Right. So twenty years later, we reunited. I lived in Sacramento in a tiny little apartment that was about the size of your dining room. And uh, I had one burner, just like you got oh, one yes. burner. And I started. Should have four, but the thing is fucking lame. No, I, I had one burner. That's just yeah. one electric well, you, burner. Because you're dealing with reality. I'm dealing with some fucking <laughs> lame ass planned obsolescence. Yeah. In fact, that one burner, I had to get that motherfucker from the Home Depot. They sell those things. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, because none of them worked. They come into this pad. Yeah. There was a blister on that overhead to hold. Bathtub water came through. Yeah, it's an interesting mission here. But I uh, so anyway. we we got together. We started seeing each other, and he would come to see me from Colorado. And, and you're in Sacta. I was living in Sacramento. So there's a little bit of commute. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is in twenty. You know, I eighty, I seventy. Yeah. Oh, I took the back road, Route fifty, U.S. fifty. Right, yeah. Colfax. I think in Denver it's Colfax, the big street. That's actually Route 40, but Route 50 go Route 50. Actually no, when you were goes. in town. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, I played a pad on it called the Bluebird Theater. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's, that's on Colfax. Yeah, and exactly. that's it's that U.S. highway. Yeah. Yep. That's a great. Place. For a long time, it was the longest straight road in the U.S. Yeah, it still is. I still think. is. Yeah. So you guys made these uh, comments. So we, you know, we. I started cooking. I've always cooked. I used to have a restaurant in Cleveland for five years before I moved to California. Well, how'd you get into that? Well, um, you know, when I was a young girl, my parents, you know, were from India. They're really, really strict. And I wasn't really allowed to go out and hang out with my fam, my friends. And so the way that I got freedom was that I would cook food and my dad would be happy. Because you were chowing I, him. Because I was cooking food for my dad. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, can I go to the movies? Oh, can I sleep over? And suddenly yeah, I yeah. got freedom. So the more I cooked... You were purchasing freedom. Right. The more I cooked and the better I cooked, 
the more yeah. freedom I got from yeah, the yeah, yeah. And so that's sort of what developed into so you had a, like, went libertine, from a hobby yeah, I had to a real <laughs> ex, you know, a real you know, love of you know, and of cooking and expertise. And so then, when I went away to college, yeah. I started cooking for my friends. And then after college, yeah. I decided to open a restaurant. And I opened a restaurant and I ran it, and I sold it after five years because it was so much work. Yeah, I um, can imagine. And then I went into what I went to school for, which was journalism. Um, and I worked for the mayor of Cleveland as a speechwriter for a little while. And then I moved out to California and, you know, worked in politics for Schwarzenegger. And then Sack events, down. Right. That's why. And so then I eventually, now I live in San Diego and I still work in, you know, in the political sphere. But we do this cooking show and the cooking show. Yeah, the mayor had to say bye-bye, right? Right. Well, the grabbing cook- ladies. Exactly. <laughs> The, um, he he did have to say bye. And now we have a new mayor in San Diego, and, yeah. and it's it's going to be a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that guy really put San Diego on the map um, for a lot of people. No, there was a clown from there called Metzger who wasn't in whole public office, but he uh, recruited for clan people. Oh with yeah, skinheads. Well, there was also clan like I was hair. telling. I'm telling you, the punk scene was pretty yeah. open. You know, yeah, it's stuff like that. If yeah. you can believe it, right? Let's play some more music. Okay.
From Pedro Show, uh, we heard uh, uh, now with no more why. Seb and the Roddicks with uh, 35. Now's out of London. Seb's out of uh, Lyon, part of France. Uh, Ecole de Ecole de Ciel. Some so, some kind of school, right? Yeah, my French is terrible. Forever up there, um, and I can't remember where town. Maybe they're from France. Hopefully. <laughs> Fucked up. Uh, Warblers, uh, nah, Jay's uh, brother, so I know that's Massachusetts. Um, introspection. Porch with a little white cracker. I can't remember, but I like it. Yeah, ben Lee, song for Sam Samuel. Now, he's living here, but he's from Australia. Uh, Dot Wigan Band, my cutie. Dot Wigan, do you, have you ever heard of the uh, Shags? No. Maybe New Hampshire. This guy got his three daughters to make a band. Oh. It's this album in the maybe early 70s, late 60s called Philosophy of the World. He thought he had some premonition he was going to be famous. And yeah. Check out this album, man. Anyway, Dot made a solo record. I think one of the sisters died. Hmm. And, and finally, um, Morrison with Chrome. Chrome Helios Creed. Uh, great uh, SF band from the old days. And Helios back in the ring. And finally, um, Milk with Elmo and the Sticks. I think they're from uh, Liverpool. Have you heard uh, Power Dove? Power Dove, no. Power Dove's a real interesting group with a real unusual sound. Um, Great. The guitar player is the guy from uh, Deerhoof. John uh, Dietrich. John Dietrich, yes. I got to make a record with him called The Man, Hand of Man Man. He's and, incredible, Wisconsin guy. Right. Beautiful man, but he lives in New Mexico. Oh, yeah? 
Albuquerque, I think his girlfriend is going to school there. And then you played Power with uh, Greg Sonier. How did you like I just made an with album with him. How'd you Both like those guys are amazing musicians. Yeah, I really like his drumming style. You know, only two pieces. Yeah, he gets giant high ass. He gets a lot of sound out of it. Well, you know, he's a music man. He's creative about all kinds. I think he can play every instrument. He went to Oberlin in Ohio, which is just west, right? Little private school between Cleveland and the Amish communities there. Also, my boat was Livonia was put together there. Last one went off the line July fourteenth. Okay, fifty three years of the Econo line. It's over. Wow. Parts of them are made in Canada. I think the motors. Because they call them 351 Windsors, right, the V8s. Right. But kind of sad, you know, the new boat they want us to get are these tall, skinny ones like in Europe. But I don't know for big freeway runs. Uh, Nissan has a, a low one, <clears throat> so maybe they'll hang on. But I think everybody else has given up for this new, tall, narrow. I like the squat. <laughs> Easier to park to. I'm not a trailer man. But look, Jeff, you can get me some power dump. Or maybe I should ask John, you know. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. Both guys are amazing guys, and I can see why Greg wanted John in his band. Wow. And the other two also, you know, uh, Ed and um, Satomi. That band, pretty well. Who else is in Power Dove? Uh, it's fronted by a woman, and I'm sorry I can't recall her name. Uh, it's Annie something, but... I really loved the drummer, who was a French fellow, and his name is Thomas Bonvalet, and he's one of the most creative, interesting musicians I've ever seen, because he can make music with anything you hand him. I mean, he's yeah, playing great. drums on his legs. Sure, Hambo. He's making rhythms out of pieces of junk. Spoons. And not only is he incredibly imaginative as a musician, yeah. he's just one of the most exuberant musicians I've ever seen. So you like watching, yeah. He just really... That's really important. really into it. That's real. I mean, there's a fine line between you know, real ham bone, right? And then working it. Mm-hmm. Sell, or like they say in wrestling, selling it. Right. And don't have to be jive. You don't have to be like you're tricking anybody. You're just putting the passion. For example, who just left his uh, brother Joe Cocker? That guy could sell you a song. Sure. That that Woodstock thing where he's singing the Beatles song. I think he's doing some kind of bass moves with his hands. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's something about that. Uh, we like that. We like passion. It's not always uh, exact technique. Well, one of my favorite things about seeing you play with, with Firehose in particular is you're the hardest hitting bass player I've ever seen. Oh, in those days, yeah. In fact, I remember when Breaking I started strings. with Firehose. Yeah, you, I, you broke three strings. Yeah, we used to do that. In one set. <laughs> I know, so I'd have to keep strings with me, cause, and I got to be able to change them really yeah, quick, right? Yeah, I, I will never forget. Wait, but I'm less younger there, Jeff, because my hands, I can't do that anymore. I, in fact, this set of strings, the whole tour, one set. But yeah, I, I couldn't believe how fast you slapped the yeah. string on the bass. And well, I hate it. Like, they're letting the people thing. having that downtime. That's like dead air on the radio or something. <laughs> okay. So you gave up on uh, Sacktown. You're in San Diego. But you're still in Denver, Jeff? Uh, near Boulder. 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 Okay. Right. So when do, uh, he, he comes down to San Diego eventually and you start doing this? We see this? each other every couple months. Okay. Yeah. The, you got dinner. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, we cook you dinner. What's the name of the website? It's called Dinner, dinner at, at Your, your house. house. Dinner at Your House. So what happened was... Fucking idiot. I'm sorry. People, that's dinneratyourhouse.com. Check it out. Sunana wanted to do a cooking show. We didn't have a place to do it because she had the tiny little kitchen. And she could have pulled it off there, but we wanted something better. Yeah. Her landlords lived across the street, and they were a couple guys living together, and they're artists. Yeah. Real interesting guys. House full of all kinds of artwork that they created and acquired, and they had a nice kitchen. So we thought, well, why, let's do the show at their house yeah. because they've got the room. They're interesting guys, and, I, and then I thought, well, well, we'll incorporate them into the show. Their place is full of art. Their artists will talk to them. Yeah. They'll be part of the show. So we went over and did that. It was great. It was fun. We had a great time. And then I thought, well, why don't we do that every time? We don't have a kitchen. We'll go somewhere who's got a kitchen. Right. We'll find interesting people like yourself. Most of the people we've worked with have been some kind of artists. All of them are just interesting in their own way, fun people. We go to their house. We have make, Sunana makes dinner in their kitchen. We hang out. We talk like we're doing now. Yeah. And it all comes together. At the end, we have a great meal. We usually have drinks, but it's a little early in the day for that. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> but we it's brought fun. oh, it's too forty. But we brought you some booze for after. Yeah, it ain't too early though. Two two forty. I was thinking more ten in the morning. But now well, we've done well, uh, half a dozen shows. This is probably our seventh episode, and uh, we're both, like I said, absolutely thrilled to be sitting here with you talking. So thanks again for having us. And you think. Uh, You get to express yourself when you bring on the chow. Yeah. Like when I do a gig. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, explain that to people. So I really like to cook, and I I like to cook food that people like to eat instead of, you know, just saying, okay, well, I'm going to make whatever, you know, is available in their house. I want to expose people to different food. And since... You know, I don't know what your experience with Indian food is, but I thought this would be a good fit for you because you travel a lot and yeah, you probably, you know, and you're in Southern California, so you get plenty of Mexican food. You get, yeah. you said your mom's Italian, so yeah. you've got plenty, plenty of Italian food. I thought this would be something new. And, and had you not been introduced to it before, I wanted to introduce you to Indian yeah. food. So. But now I've had had it because I've been overseas. Right. right. And if you're in England. You gotta have to have, you have, to have it. Exactly. It's the and, and it's the but best. I like it anyway. But right. that is, is exactly how I got turned on to it. Was in England because, because the best food you can buy in England is the Indian. Food. And we and, and yet, yet here in Pedro we ain't got enough. You know the, the cuisine usually comes when the familiar does. Yeah. You know exactly. It's hard for the big corporations to bring it to you. No, you're right. And when they do bring it to you, if they bring you some kind of lame version of it. Well, that's one of the reasons, you know, San Francisco and San Jose yeah. have such great Indian food because there's so many Indians there that work in the tech okay. sector. New York City. Yeah. There you that go. That happened. In fact, the joke was, right, there was one big kitchen with a bunch of different doors. Yeah. <laughs> down there. <laughs> there's this one area where there's all these restaurants, and they were saying it was all the same guy cooking it up. Right. And, but, of course not. Once you start chowing the food, you know there's differences. Exactly. And then, you and know, you, you know, because you've traveled a lot, that there's a lot of regional differences Big as well. Time. Big so time. the the food that I cook and that I 
really I feel I'm good at cooking is northern Indian food. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, because we're northern Indian, we use a lot of heartier ingredients where, you know, there's meat, there's lamb, there's yeah. chicken, there's seafood. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of rices and lentils and yeah. breads made out of whole wheat. And then, of course, the paneer, the cheese. In India, a lot of people can't afford to eat meat. And so the way that they get their protein is through cheese, milk and cheese. And so cheese is a big part of their diet. And so that's why we're having paneer today. The cows. Exactly. This is what somebody told me a long time ago. They can't eat the cow. The cows are so much part of their life. Right. They're using it to build their pads. Yeah. Uh, using it for, for the firewood kind. It's right. not wood, but it burns. No. So uh, somebody told me. Just recently, yeah. 2014, half the people in India still don't have electricity. Yeah, that's really trippy. See, I haven't been there. I haven't been to India or China, so that's half the people said, "What you've been all over?" I missed out on half the people. Yeah, no yeah. Africa except right. for Tel Aviv right. with the Stooges once. Right. So whole continents I haven't been to, and people just because I keep going to the same foreign countries sure. all the time. They think sure. I see in the world. That is true. It is true. There's still a lot of poverty in India. I mean, there is a huge um, middle class, you know, now. Well, in the cities. This is probably right. more in the country. But it, right? if you look at the country as a whole, yeah. you know, 80% of it is still rural. Right. And so in those areas, no, they don't have electricity. Yeah, that's and true. they make do. They, and, right, you know? right. They have a life. They're almost one out of five people on the Right, right. <laughs> We, we get kind of uh, in a bubble here. But you know what? We're at the second hour, end of the second hour, 2014, December 23rd edition of for Pedro Show. So now I'm Jeff. We guess uh, dinner at your house.com. That's right. right. Hold tight for hour three. December 23rd, 2014. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Watford Pedro show started the third hour off with uh, Stateless from Dirty Beaches. And if you ask, he's in Berlin right now. Peer group with Neuron Suite. That was an old Pedro band from maybe 33, 32 years ago. Deeper D's, Berlin. Uh, das New Crusade Bop, The Orange Disaster. Both those bands, German. Julie Ruin after that with Blueberry Island. That's Kathleen Hanna. Her new, uh, she's out making music again, which is a great thing. Carnage Asada, their new album. Carnage Obscenities. That's uh, Dave Travis. Cat who runs uh, Cafe Nella in uh, Cypress Park. Much respect. And Camaye um, Diablo by uh, Betunizer. I think they are Valencia, Spain band. Uh, what do you three three of the items are cooked? Yes. So and there's two more. There's uh, just the rice. Just the rice is coming. So we're almost uh, ready for the chow here. I can smell it. Smell it's fucking happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the <laughs> meantime, what kind of uh, you know me? I like sour and hot. I'm not big on sweet and salty. Nothing is sweet in today's menu. I'm not talking about just in general with chow. You were saying earlier that down south they got more heat up north where your people are from. Right. Less heat. Yeah. Is it is there more of a sweet thing? They use a lot of in the south. Um, they do use a lot of sugar in their cooking. They do, and that, so they do sweet and hot. Yeah, they do sweet and spicy in their yeah, cooking. Okay. And the northern Indians tend to do milder, yeah, but saltier. But saltier. Yeah. Okay. So the sour stuff is more like the pickled thing, and there probably ain't that much of the pickled thing. Well, pickles are very popular in the north. Uh, ah. We call them achar. Achar. And so they do the mango pickles and the lemon pickles. Yeah, I was going to say, because I've had little very, yellow very and orange things, yeah. and that's what those are. Okay. You know, I, I don't do those. I think that my palate is too tame. And so Was I don't too eat, bitter? <laughs> I don't I don't eat the achars because they're so overly sour. Sour, yeah. And sometimes they're super duper spicy. Yeah. And sometimes they're very, very salty. And so the the achars for me are a little too intense. Yeah. But there's a huge cottage industry of them. My parents have three different achars in their refrigerator right now. But so they, they're very popular. But they're probably also used in combination. People just don't chow them straight. No, they, they eat them with the Indian bread. They yeah, eat them with not. So they're probably balancing out some kind of exactly. acid base. So here's base. the thing. Yeah. They're, they're great for bachelors. Okay? And this is why. Because you can always get fresh bread in India. But yeah. you can't. not all bachelors know how to cook food. Yeah. So if you have fresh bread, you can have dinner with eating fresh bread with pickle. Wow. You've got a meal. Well, the curry, too. Yeah. But you know. But you have to cook the curry. You have to cook the curry. So if you have no okay. vegetables okay. and you have no curry, you can still have dinner with bread, bread and pickle. That's great to know. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot more. of oil in the sure, pickle. Sure, so sure, you sure. That, you get that sustenance of the oil and the heaviness, and you've got the bread. What more do you need? 
that's what the, our old people, you know, is bread and cheese or bread and butter. Mm. Like that was a meal. And so it's Well, I know pickling in the old days was a way of preserving things. Yeah. Too. And so the Indians pickle with a lot of oil. Yeah. They use like yeah. sesame oil um, or mustard oil. And then there's salt, and then there's, you know, the whatever it's vegetable. Kind of either they, a lot of brine, like mango, yeah. is a very popular pickle. Lemon is a very popular pickle. Uh, my parents love Good ginger. Way. Like, they, they're sure. nuts for yeah. ginger pickle. I love that, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, our meal today has a lot of ginger in it. I use a chunk of ginger, like, this big oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in, wow. in, in, uh, in both the chicken curry and the, um, the mutter paneer. With that, some more music. Our final music for the show. What goes up must surely come down You'll forget when you travel so high Dreaming of light Now she's broken to pieces and gone And from a mile away I saw it coming Like a blood hound eager to fetch Nowhere to go 
For Peter show, <laughs> we're chowing now. Uh, last music for the show this edition Francis Carey by the James Rocket, doing the math by Labor Camp.
get up and get high dwarves, Channel Spectre, Lemon Limes, All In, Name the Band, Stradivarius Cat, that's got Brother Steve, uh, Meditation Trio, yeah, and, and Thalem Dullness, too. And finally, Christopher Live by Roosterhead. We're chowing now. What this uh, whole uh, day is added up to. And it is an incredible mix. I got this chicken here with its uh, sauce and uh, cilantro or, or coriander. I got a, a, a little bowl of pickles. I got a bowl of chutney that's green and spicy. I got a bowl here of a, what's it called with the M? Mutter paneer. Matra paneer, which is some cheeses and peas and this tomato stuff. Maybe a curry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it is so good. Sonata, thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks for having us. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, can I ask you, mm-hmm. you know, I usually, at the end of the thing with somebody from music, I ask them, uh, what advice would you give to a young person getting into this racket? So, as a as a child person here, what advice would you give somebody getting into something that's not booger fling or crap Donald's? <laughs> I I would there. tell I if if I were to give advice, like I've given my little sister advice who doesn't really cook very much. And my advice to her is to hang out with old people that are cooking. Because you will learn more from your mom or your aunt or the old lady that's been cooking for 20 years than you will from any cooking show or any cookbook you ever find. Because you have to, it's a very tactile thing. You have to do it. You can't read about it. You can't watch about it. You got to sit in the kitchen and do it. And that's the best thing. And once you do it and you see the quantities that go in and you see how they clean things or how they cut things. That's where the expertise comes from. And that's, I think I'm a pretty good cook, and I learned it from doing it with my mom since you know, I was I'm 10 years old. I'm showing your shit right now, and it's beautiful, and I love. I'm so glad. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about, because if I watch US TV, yeah. it'll be Turner. Yeah. Because those old movies. Sure. They ain't no commercials, and they edit very slow. Yeah. <laughs> but I do watch Chow shows. Yeah. I like to watch them, too. But why isn't there more India Chow shows? I don't know. Have you noticed that? I have noticed that. There's a couple, and they're kind of... They're a little gimmicky. Like, I don't like what they do. They're always taking shortcuts. Like, you know, our meal took three hours. I know. Because good Indian food takes three hours to make. Absolutely. And it's not something that I would make every day, but it's like you make it, and then you eat for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, okay. And so you spend Saturday or Sunday making a meal, and then you eat it the rest of the week, because that's how Indian food is. Right. Um, You can't make good Indian food in a half hour. It's just not done. And so I think that's one of the reasons there's not a lot of shows because most people aren't willing to give three hours to cook an Indian meal. They want a lot of bacon. They want they want it quick. And, and it's always like, okay, you got 20 minutes to cook. Do it in 20 minutes. Well, you know what? You can't make Indian food in 20 minutes. And that's why those shows, they don't appeal to what I want to do because I want to make good Indian food yeah. the way I was taught how to make it, yeah. the way that would make my parents proud. That, that's the curse of the digital age is that everybody wants everything right now. Right. I think it's the curse of the remote control. I think that's where it begins. Because when you push that button, you want that channel to change. Right. Well, after a while, why isn't life this way? I push the button. Why isn't it not instant? 
Right now. Now, if you know how to put its place, put it in this playpen where it belongs. Right. But if it creeps in all over to your consciousness, yeah, you have no more patience. You have no more weight. I want to turn that question around on you because that's one of the things I wanted to ask you is what do you say to the young musicians who are trying to make it happen? Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to find your own voice, which is an incredible journey. <laughs> when, and when, when are you ever finished with that? You never, probably ain't ever. Find your own voice, but at the same time, you are yourself a work in progress. So it's trippy. Some guy in Pedro tried to make a decision on that. But I do think it's important to find your voice. In fact, I think it's important for all, us others. Because maybe we're counting on that voice. Because nobody thought of it yet. I think back... Yeah. How do you feel about where you're at now as a musician? I got a long way to go. Jeff, it's been so great to have you on the show. So, Noah. Paula. Yeah, for oh. all the, the the behind the... Thank you, Mike. <laughs> even you. though you're never heard word, oh, Miss Paula, God. she did all the fucking <laughs> thing for their side. Hey, I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, so much respect and big love. Thank so, you. I got a lot of work to do, but that's a great question, Jeff. And thank, brother, base brother, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming to Pedro and cooking Thank you for me. letting me come and invade your home and cook all this food. On the one burner. And make you eat On the it. one on burner. burner. <laughs> People, December 23rd, 2014 edition of Watt for Pedro Show. Have a happy holiday thing. Keep your powder dry.